And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding NBA Finals Edition. We've got a three-man booth tonight with myself, Andrew Schlecht, Dave DeFore, Mo DeKeel. The Denver Nuggets beat the Miami Heat 104-93 to in Denver for Game 1. Mo, I'm going to go to you first. What's, give, me, give me one of your big takeaways from this victory for the Denver Nuggets. I, this was easy. It looked easy for them, especially in the first half. You know, offensively, they got everything they kind of wanted with rhythm, and they didn't need a monster outing from Jokic in terms of him having to expend a lot of energy to get up shots. And I felt like it was a very smooth game for them. You know, there were hiccups in the second half, and there were things that I would be a little bit concerned about, but I think this was a very easy kind of way into the finals from them, and they showed absolutely no rust. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I I thought the way that the Nuggets started, by going to Aaron Gordon inside every single time he got a mismatch, one of the smaller guards, they really were establishing themselves in the paint. And I think my biggest takeaway from, from game one, the Nuggets are really big and they can play big. Like there are plenty of big teams that won't take advantage of it. And with the Nuggets, they're a problem. Michael Porter Jr. was blocking shots. You know, I, he credit for two blocks. I think he's got two other, others out there that maybe we need to go to the replay D- on. D- Dave, Dave um, is campaigning for him I to get two campaigning. more shots. Just so you guys, I, just I so just everybody knows. I respect the guy's effort so much. I mean, he was a problem for the Heat, as was Aaron Gordon and, and obviously Jokic. But um, that's my biggest takeaway. I think the Nuggets are just too big. Uh, they're too small, Ernie. The Miami Heat yeah. are just too small. And, and, you know, Bam had a had this big game, but that's the kind of big game I think the Nuggets would love to see Bam have. Oh, I wasn't going to go on to that point yet. Yeah, but yeah. The, the, just to back to the the Nuggets, I mean, the, the Heat starts small with Caleb Martin. I was surprised by that. Yeah, I understood it, but I also was surprised by it. I actually would have started Kevin Love and just seen how it would have gone for the first couple of minutes. Who didn't play but in this game. He yeah. didn't play at all. I mean, Cody Zeller played. Before he, I, I was shocked, but uh, yeah. Nikola Jovic played in this game. Well, yeah, I mean that doesn't count. I mean his I minutes don't count. <laughs> his minutes aren't real minutes, Dave. You know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that. But Gordon took full advantage of it early on in the game. He had three different possessions where he had a early post up, or Gabe Vincent switched onto him, so got a post up there. Had an early post up on Max Drews, and then just destroyed Caleb Martin on a on a back down, and it was you know. Just that start right there sort of set the tone for the heat for the Nuggets and put the heat kind of behind the eight ball there. And I just I was a little bit concerned. And and as we said, they're just too small in that instance. And it puts a lot of pressure on being the main big man. Yeah. I mean, the Miami Heat, the whole this whole playoff run 
have thrived in just making open shots. I mean, they generate a ton of open threes. They did the same thing tonight. They just missed. 13 of 39 from three overall, 33%. It's not like putrid, but it's not good. And especially when guys like Max Struess, who went 0 of 9, was he got set up so well all night. And you look at his stats, you're like, oh, man, like just a rough night. Just an absolutely putrid night for him. But he got great shots. And so I just wonder what this game looks like if just we get like an average game from the Heat from three. It, this game got tight. It got tighter than it than it should have, and some yeah. of that was the Nuggets were kind of just going through the motions some in this one, I felt like. But I just still wonder, like, wh- what does this look like if just the Heat hit a couple of those threes and maybe go, this game is a little tighter down the stretch? To go to your point about Struess's looks, like, go back and watch his first half looks. That's what I did at halftime. Yeah. yeah first six, over- the first six were wide open. I mean, I, I, yeah, everything. I mean, it was just felt like the the looks. He had two corner threes wide open. He had a fast break one that was naked. And I mean, mm-hmm. like it wasn't even, there wasn't anybody within eight feet of him. And he mm-hmm. missed it. I mean, they had one off of a flare screen that I thought went halfway down that didn't go in. Like that was brutal. And I think that's the kind of stuff when you watch that, it's it's rough. You're not going to win that. And there was a moment in this game where Struess, uh, Gabe Vincent, and Caleb Martin were two of 22 from the field. You ain't winning. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. I mean, like, ow. Can't. And the fact that it was closer than it, than it was, like, you know, like, forget the fake comeback at the end. But sure. th- the fact it wasn't a 25-point game at some point, you know, for, for most of the night, says a lot about Miami. I think Miami can feel a little bit encouraged. Lost in this in the discourse tonight because we're going to talk a lot about all the shots that Miami missed, but let's not lose sight of all the shots that the Nuggets missed. They did not shoot the ball well from three at all. They were eight of 27 from three. Like that's going to probably go up in the next game. I mean, uh, this might have been the one that Miami could have stolen. Just uh, if you're just looking at the, the shooting numbers there. They just don't stand a chance. I mean, the size issue is just it's such a big deal that if they're if they're not going to shoot above their heads because they're not getting any anything inside. They're not getting any penetration. The Nuggets actually did a pretty good job of of walling off the paint. I thought early on they they were forcing them or allowing them to have those mid rangers. I mean, again, take all the mid rangers you want and bam, by all means, shoot that little eight foot floater that you sometimes hit. Uh, we're happy with that. You know, 25 <laughs> points on or 26 points on 25 shots in this game. No free throws. You know, only five assists. He had the ball so much. Only five assists, you know. So I, I think that there's a there's a lot of stuff happening there offensively. But if they had hit some of those shots, we would have really had a game. It's uh, to piggyback on your BAM stuff there. Like everybody's going to talk about the points and how, how well he scored and, and whatnot. That's not a... I'm going to beat the Nuggets in the series type of buckets, right? Like the fact that Jokic finished with only one foul, and that was on uh, Highsmith, who shot the only free throws for the the Heat, the only two free throws that they had, you know, that's that's a problem for them. He's he's playing a little more finesse. He needs to be a little bit more attacking towards the rim. He's getting into the lane. He's bumping Jokic and then going into a step back. Nah, man, he needs to step through him. 
He needs to try to go finish through him. He needs to go to work on him. He can't just let Jokic sort of chill on defense like that. And like you said, Dave, the Nuggets are like, dude, hit all the floaters you want. That's not going to beat us in this series. And I think that's an important thing to understand when we go into game two and something that the the Heat are going to have to look at. And it's, I don't know if Bam has that in him. I, yeah, I, we'll I mean, this, this is such an anomaly. Do you know the last time that Bam took 25 shots in a game? Because I don't even know. Because he didn't do it one time this season. Oh, he hasn't yeah. done it one time in this playoff run. He hasn't done it one. He didn't do it one time during the season. Actually, didn't take to, 25 to, shots. To, to uh, shout out, uh, oh, I just had it. This is why I'm so <laughs> bad at live TV. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, Rob Mahoney of The Ringer tweeted out, Bam Adebayo has already had a career high for shot attempts in any game in his career. He was at 23. There it is. There it is. And the Nuggets seem pretty cool with that. That sentiment, that last line is the problem. He scored 26 on 25 shots. Mo, if I gave you 25 shots, you might score 26 points. Like, this is my thing. No, 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 no. Let's not let, I'm not going to let you tell people that I can play basketball. Depends on the looks. But, but, you know, you get my point. Like, 25 shots to get 26 points. If Bam Adebayo is going to take 25 shots, he needs to score 50. Because there needs to be like 10 or 12 free throws in there. Like, that's just not to, his game. Like, he's never done that, though. It, it's I think not. That's, a, that's, a, that's a wild expectation for Bam. Like, he he's not supposed to carry this. This is not supposed to be him. It's supposed to be the three-point well, shooters for the Miami Heat, and it's supposed to be Jimmy Butler. Should we talk about Jimmy Butler? Because this is another kind of rough game for Jimmy Butler, and, you know, we – Sort of felt like down the stretch of that Celtics series that he was running on empty. And I don't know how you guys felt, but I did not feel Jimmy Butler's involvement in the game whatsoever. I didn't feel, I mean, listen, he, he finished with seven assists, which is nice. Seven assists on one turnovers. That's great. That's not what this team needs. They yeah. need him to get downhill. They need him to, to attack in the paint. Jimmy can't go through a game and only have zero free throws. Period. That's that's just unfair. All right, bam, we know finesse guy is Andrew's right. That's not his game. That's not who he is and all of these things. This is who Jimmy is. And yeah. so I know some of this is fatigue. I know some of this is tired legs, the ankle injury and kind of tweaking it, and he's banged up and, and, and everything that goes with it. And like you said, Dave, he was he looked tired throughout the entire conference finals towards the end. They're not going to win. If Jimmy's just going to play the role of playmaker, if Jimmy's going to play the role of not being the aggressor, this team's at their best when he's playing like the psychotic maniac that we know he's capable of playing like. And I think that's the big difference. Well, it's some of the most simple analysis that we do, but it's also some of the most true. Having the best player in a game or in a series is a huge advantage. And Jimmy yeah. Butler can be as good as Jokic on any given night. Now, overall, he's not as good. But on any given night, Jimmy Butler can be the best player on the court. He doesn't look anywhere close to that right now. And, I mean, in this game, where would you have ranked him? Fifth? Sixth? Seventh? Well, let me ask you a question. He wasn't as good when's as Bruce first, Brown. One's the first Heat player coming up when you rank the players who had games in this one. Because no. I mean, Jokic, Kyle Lowry, Murray, <laughs> Gordon, Porter. I mean, I mean, La- right. Lowry. I thought was the best Heat player. Lowry and Highsmith were the two best Heat players in yeah. this game. Yeah, okay, like that's, that's probably true. 
I mean, I know that, Bam wasn't wasn't efficient, but Bam was. He, Bam, was you know what? That's right. That's let me let me let me be fair him. to Bam on that. Bam's yeah. Bam Bam should have been higher than Highsmith in <laughs> yeah. my ranking and Lowry even. But yeah. like we're still yeah. going three or four Nuggets before we're going a Heat player. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, let's talk about Jamal Murray who had an, just an incredible first half. I mean, just a flamethrower to four. Give me your thoughts. Listen, uh, this is sort of what we all knew Jamal Murray could do. We saw it in the bubble and he got hurt. And, you know, credit to the Nuggets, like as a team, credit to Michael Malone, because he stunk for a while this season when he came back. And and it wasn't just that he wasn't making shots, wasn't that he just didn't have his legs under him. He was ball hogging. I mean, there was some stuff happening with Jamal Murray coming back this year that was showing up on the court. Now, the Nuggets were good enough to make up for it. But, I mean, Jokic had to go out in the media and actually stick up for him at one point. And I'm glad that we've gotten to the point where we get to forget about it because Jamal Murray is completely back. I think he should be – we should all probably be leaning toward him uh, if we're picking our finals MVP by the – you know, if we're trying to project – because Jokic doesn't care about that stuff, and Jamal Murray is going to be fed by Jokic, like, with a spoon. He, I mean, it's just, he is going to eat. The two-man game between the two of them, it is, they didn't even have to really do it tonight. And he had a great game. But, I, I mean, Jokic is, Jokic should yeah, should get it, should. though. Like, he is, like, it's just absurd what he did today. Dave, we haven't even Dave. talked about what his line was. 27 <laughs> points, 10 boards, 14 assists. On 12 made field goals. 27 points on 12 made field goals because the dude's getting uh, 12, to the free throw attempts, line. 12 attempts. 12, yeah. Or 12 attempts. 12 attempts. Right. Eight made field goals. Yeah. Even better. The, the, I'll be honest. Even with better. You. It's, it's, it's the lightest light work triple double we've seen in the NBA finals. And do you want to know? Did he even the last- sweat? I'll give you, I'm going to do, oh, I'm stealing Andrew Schleck's bit here right now just because I think I have Wait, some trivia. Wait, he finished with 12 shots? I told you yeah. guys in our group chat he was going to finish nine. with nine. Yeah. He, he, okay. he lied to you. But I'm stealing Schleck's, I got trivia for you guys. Okay. Let's do it. Last NBA player to have a triple-double in game one of the NBA Finals. I don't know why I said NBA Mag- player and then in the NBA Finals. Magic, yeah. Magic Johnson? No. Oh, okay. Not that not that long ago. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. Westbrook. No. Jason Kidd. In two thousand two. Mm. Or uh, the Nets. yeah, when he yeah, the yeah. Nets, Nets against Interesting. the Lakers. Interesting. Wow. Wow. It has been it has been a minute. And I'll and I'll bet you Jason in, Kidd in, had, in, to, in game one. had to break a sweat for that one. Yeah. <laughs> and they lost. Yeah, they lost and they, and they lost, lost yeah. that series. Like that was yeah. the deal. But like that's I mean, but this was light work. This wasn't yeah. hard, like did, did he even sweat? No. Like that's they don't have to wash his jersey for game two. Same jersey, just hang it up, just be ready to put the same thing on. You know, don't wash I, it. I feel don't bad. To. Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfume, a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I feel bad for the Heat um, in this series, especially because they're so small, but they can't play them straight up. You can't double them. You, I right. mean, you, you can't send two to the ball on Jamal. You can't do anything. Like, well, it's I an unsolvable thing. I just want to say this though, like because it it feels like the, the he have no answers. There were things I liked in this series and in, in game one, besides just the the yeah. awful shooting. I thought the Jimmy Butler Bam at a biopic and roll was really good. I thought Lowry was 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 good to settle them, especially in the first half. I thought him and Duncan Robinson on the floor, even though Robinson didn't make a lot of shots, had had the the Nuggets moving a little bit and opened up opportunities for other guys and things like that. Like there were things if you're Miami, you can take away from this going like we got some stuff we can put together for game two. Uh, I don't know if that means they ha- it doesn't mean they have the answers. But I don't feel like it's a uh, unmitigated disaster. Yeah, yeah. Shoot more than two free throws should be a goal for game two. Just like, three. be more aggressive. Just get the three. Just get and you generated. <laughs> they, I mean, they got they got thirty nine three point attempts up, and a lot of them were really good looks. I mean, I I, oh, I felt yeah. like it was. Um, you know, I hate to go make or miss league on them, but some of it was that right. Like it was they missed some that that they're gonna make. In future games, and you know, I think that maybe this thing shakes out. But I, I think Miami. Look, they're used to being at a talent disadvantage on paper. Yeah, and they've got to figure out the Miami Heat way of getting over the hurdle with this team. Now, this team just happens to have. I mean, it's the Mount Everest of the NBA right now, as far as talent goes, but. I, I don't know, man. Eric Spolstra has done this over and over and over again. Haywood Highsmith. Now, like this guy just gives them good minutes out of nowhere. Um, maybe there is a a card that they can play. Maybe they're going to go too big and just live with it and, and just uh, hope that they can slow them down that way. I, I don't know what to do. I have I have adjustments, Dave, but I'm going to We're, save them for Nerder She Wrote. That's right. Ooh, In the morning. And- Yes, and that's going to do it for today's show. Nerder with these dudes is up next. Mo, send us out. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.